Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there'll be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. Hey, welcome to the podcast domination show where we help you launch, grow, monetize, and dominate the podcasting space. This is a show where we believe that if you can get attention with your podcast, you can influence someone. And if you can influence someone, you can get them to take massive action. And if you can get someone to do that, you, my friend, can dominate. I'm Luis Diaz, your host and founder of Podcast Domination, and I'm your guide. Let's go. What is going on, my friend? Welcome back to the Podcast Domination Show. On this episode, I have two gentlemen who I'm just really, really impressed with. I mean, everything from their podcast to how they run their business. And today we really dive in some really interesting things that I think are really going to help you in your podcasting growth as well as maybe your business. Well, I'm not a business coach. I don't really talk about that stuff because, hey, I'm still trying to get there as well, right? So, but either way, you're going to find a lot of the stuff applicable to both your sales and as well as growing your podcast. So really in this in this episode, we talk about, you know, how they're running their challenges and some of the secrets, strategies, and tactics they're using to get great engagement, get people in the group, and then also get people on the phone and then convert them into clients and work with them long-term. So some of the things you're going to learn in this episode is exactly what they're tracking, what metrics, what KPIs are tracking to really figure out what is dropping off in the funnel, where people are dropping off, um, and how to improve it. So they know exactly what they need to improve every single time. Uh, number two, they know exactly how to almost guarantee engagement. This trick alone is worth the price of admission. I mean, the thing, I couldn't believe how they did this because um, it was so simple. Anyone can literally, with a Facebook account, can do this. And it's going to make your engagement in your Facebook groups at least 10 times better. Trust me. I'm going to start doing it immediately after this call. Number three, they really step-by-step uh, step take us through exactly how to set up a challenge for free. So what they walk me through is a strategy that you need absolutely zero funnels. You need absolutely zero paid tools online. You can literally do this with a Facebook account um, and run your entire business off Facebook, which is not something I advise, but um, the way they do it, like literally you can get started within an hour uh, and start to drive people into a challenge of some sort. And then last but not least, they kind of share, and this really surprised me. I really didn't expect them to say this, but they they talk about how podcasting has helped them scale this business up and also how it's helped them 
keep their ad costs low, right? Because the fact of the matter is Facebook ads are going up, Instagram ads are going up, all this stuff's getting more and more expensive. So podcasting is a way for you to scale without incurring the cost of paid advertising and keeping your ad costs low. So that is that, my friend. You're going to enjoy this episode. I guarantee it. It's probably one of the best interviews I've done in a while. So without further ado, enjoy my buddies from the Remote Fit Pro Revolution podcast, George and James. I'll see you later. All right, cool. So Man, I am. Uh, I'm happy to have you guys here. It's been a while. Uh, I know James, you've been sick and busy. <laughs> George, we spoke uh, about a week or two ago, and it was awesome on your podcast, Remote Fit Pro. Um, and I'm really excited to have you guys here. Uh, but I guess to give the audience, they've already heard the intro at this point, but give the audience some context about uh, you guys, what you do. Could you just kind of start off with um, with that in terms of how you guys got to where you're at today? Wow. How deep should we go, George? How, how did we get to here? Or, how did you get here? Yeah. Right now, like, how do we get to here? That's, we can talk about that for hours, mate. Oh, man. Let's, let's jump back into like, let's just start like how you guys started, you know, three, four, five years ago. Um, I think that's interesting. And we can kind of talk about what you do in terms of like contests and, uh, and everything else. So I'm sure interested man. in that. So, uh, yeah. Whoever, whoever so, wants to. George is from the land of up north, so that's why he's got a funky, <laughs> funky accent, and it's very different to mine. And I'm from the land of down south in the UK, so like it's like I don't know someone from deep Texas and then someone from like California, right? Two yeah. completely different people. <laughs> but uh, I started out in a corporate world, so I started out um, working for a big Fortune 500 in the UK, and quickly realised like that wasn't really what I wanted to do. And right. like a lot of people, they get stuck behind that desk for a little bit too long. And was I it like finance or, what, what sector was it in? So I worked in um, logistics. It was for TJX. So the head company of like uh, TJ Maxx, which is in the States, right? Yeah. Max, Marshalls. So I was in logistics for them. Gotcha. So I was spending a lot of time in front of computer screens and spreadsheets, which is quite ironic because that's what jo- like George does today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you love, love that stuff, don't you? <laughs> yeah, man. That's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have been a happy man doing what I was doing. But anyway, so I was doing I was doing this for a couple of years and eventually got to the point where I was like, hey man, like I want to be able to have more freedom. I read four hour work week, all that kind of stuff, listening to Tony Robbins. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna build this fitness business. So I went to an event, met this mentor, and he was like, Hey man, I build studios and I get them to six figures. I'm like, I don't want a studio, I want to be able to travel the world. So like I'm gonna join your program anyway. And he's like, Well, it's probably not gonna be the best thing. I'm like, no, no, I'll make it work. So I go into this thing and like just put all my chips in the middle of the table. I quit my job. Um, it's a r- really good like graduate job. My parents go absolutely ballistic. I ditched my girlfriend on the same day and I put eight grand on a credit card. Um, and then I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's go all in on this thing. Now, just for the guys listening, if you're thinking about building a business, I do not recommend that you do what I did. George did something very, very similar. Um, it's probably a better move for a lot of people to get to the point where your side hustle is now actually at a point that it's sustaining you instead yeah. of just like throwing everything into the middle of the table. Cause I was like 24 at the time and I had zero, like anything to worry about. So it worked for me. Yeah. Um, but you've got to know who you are as a person. If you're like that A type player, like and you're very, very like high energy, like I'm going to do this. Yeah. That could work for you, but be aware uh, who you are before making the decision. Right. And that sort of like, grew to that six to six figures in 12 months because I went all in like that was it I had a belief I had a mentor 
And I just became an absolute ninja at sales. Like if I'm completely honest, like mm. selling is everything when you're starting out a business. So I became a bit of a ninja at sales. And then um, got to the point where I met George traveling, which we went to Bali, didn't we, George? So I'll let you pick up the story from here of what happened next. <laughs> yeah, man. So we, uh, we actually met at an event. So prior to, to meeting James, I, I have a, a whole story where I, I also was in engineering, uh, not in the corporate world, but I was, I was getting into engineering and, ah. and um, I very quickly realized that this is not what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother also had, he, he'd been like trying to start a business, an online marketing business for ages. And he finally had a little bit of success and I was like, ooh, interesting. Uh, I'll have to explore that. And um, one day I, I crashed my car on the way home from work. How did that happen? I destroyed <laughs> my car. I was going too fast, obviously. You're too fast, okay. I think mean, I was like 19. I was, I was like <laughs> driving a little, little uh, VW Polo, getting a bit too excited. It's really weird. Like I made three decisions on the drive home that were just like, it was like I didn't make the decisions. I like turned right. I was like, why the fuck have I just turned right? Like I shouldn't have turned right. And uh-huh. uh, so wrong way and ended up fucking my car up. And uh, so the next day I was like, bro, I need to change my life. Everything's fucked. Like I- I'm in the worst job ever. Like yeah. what am I doing myself? And, um, so I started reading and I started getting into digital marketing and like a, a week later we found a mentor and I just got, got a payback from crashing my car. So I was like, I'm going to pop my money into that. Didn't buy a new car. And, um, yeah, I went all in that way. I didn't quit my job for quite a while. So I hustled mm-hmm. really, really hard. I was up at like 5am going to work, coming home, staying up to like 1, 2am, then back up at 5am going to work. Right. So I was really, really slogging it out for about a year. Um, but when I did eventually quit my job, I just totally took a, took, took a massive gamble. At the time, I was actually doing gambling to sustain online. my own. <laughs> Wait, online or just like gambling like in the... Online. Online. Okay. It was gambling, okay. right? This, this method called matched betting where you basically back yourself every time and you, you, uh, you pretty much never lose. So you just have to take advantage of all, the, of all the offers that people have, like all the bookies, all the offers that they have on there. Uh-huh. Them offers run out, so I was like, I was making two grand a month for like three or four months, and then the offers ran out, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> and that's when I that's when I got back into building uh, an actual business, and gotcha. I went all in, and gotcha. I started an agency with my brother, running Facebook ads for fitness professionals, and then that's how I met James. Got it. So I was we were sharing some information at an event that James was at, and uh, everyone in the room was like taking notes and nodding and James at the end it was like yeah, yeah I've got all this I've got it I've got it and so we ended up meeting up again because some, it was something about when we first met we were just like hit it just kind of hit it off yeah yeah and then and then a few weeks later we were in Barcelona uh, I was with the, I was there at a mastermind event with my brother and uh, James was like oh shit guys I'm gonna come out and see you <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you booked an Airbnb and we met up and then that's how we ended up getting to Bali and uh, he was like, let's go to Bali next. And a couple months later, that's where we ended up. And, and how long ago was that? Just gives people some context. Um, and then I definitely want to jump into kind of like what you guys do now with contests and challenges. Um, but just for, for my own brain's sake, how long ago was that? Three years. Three years ago. Okay. It was three years ago. Wow, man. We were still... So what... Just before we jump into what we do now, like the funny thing about it was like we were still doing our own thing. I was building my online company, Naked Nutrition. George was still building out his ad service with PT Mastermind. 
And uh, like it wasn't until like another year after that that I was living in Thailand at the time. George was living in Malaysia. And like we just like both like fed up of what we were doing and we wanted to come together. And it was like, well, why don't we come together and build online stuff for personal trainers and like marry the two together? So yeah. George came and stayed uh, at mine. I had an amazing like penthouse apartment thing tonight in Thailand. <laughs> and uh, it was really funny, man. We started building up this business and like our routine was like, get up, go to CrossFit. Like, well, I actually got up and I used to watch the sun like rise over the, over the sea, like meditate. It was the most beautiful thing. Mm. Go to CrossFit, come back from CrossFit, like work, like drink copious amounts of coffee, um, work, work until like, what, 7, 8 p.m.? Like the sun would go down. We're outside like working, getting bitten to shit by the mozzies. Oh, and then we'd be like, right, I'll go get the ice creams. George, you go roll a joint. So then George <laughs> would sit there and like roll a massive joint. And I would like on my scooter drive the wrong way down a dual carriageway, like a fucking main highway on this little shitty scooter to the ice cream shop. I'd go buy two ice creams and like a couple of Leo beers, drive back down the right way of the street. And then, <laughs> and then I would get back, George would roll one up and we'd drink a few beers, we'd smoke up and then repeat, repeat the process for a couple of uh, weeks. And that's genuinely how it all started. I can't say we have as much fun anymore, um, <laughs> but that's how the whole thing started. That's how our company begun. Got it. Got it. So ice cream, blunts and beer. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> that's, I, lo- I love it because it's like, it's just, it's just like, it's straight up authentic. It's just like, Hey, like this is how we did it. Um, <laughs> you know, no, no finessing or anything around it. Uh, cool. So that kind of leads us to what you guys do now. Um, how I met James, I didn't meet you, George, obviously at the mastermind, but I met James, give you some context. Um, we're sitting in a room and James, and you're the only guy who does, who did challenges in the room. And I'm like, Hmm, I've had some success with challenges with clients and contests and things like that. And I found it really interesting how you guys really focus on that in your business as a way to drive leads, drive sales to your customers. And you have built the whole framework around that. Um, so I guess if you could def- definitely want to dive into like, what is it you guys do for, for people? And uh, just some basic frameworks about how you guys set up challenges. Yeah, for sure. So I'll give an overview and then I'm going to pass it over to George to tell a story about like how the challenge thing begun. Cool. Because we had a, we talked about this the other day, George, weren't we? How we, we had a little like set to about like, or what should we do about this challenge? But I'll give that over to George. But basically what a free challenge is, is you're condensing the consumer buying cycle. So whenever you look at someone who's going to buy a product or service from you, regardless if it's digital, it's like in the flesh, there's a process you have to go through, the sales cycle you have to go through. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be aware that you have a problem, then that problem has to be agitated, then you have to go through this process, yeah. and then understanding like, okay, this is what I want. So typically in the online world, like from someone first meeting you online, like hitting your profile to actually buying a product from you, depending upon the price, you could be looking anywhere between three, six, 12 months. Granted, if you're an incredible direct response copy, copywriter, you're going to get them instantly, but that's so, so rare, right? In today's yeah. world, no one's really at that level. Um, so what we wanted to do is we wanted to take this concept of a challenge. It wasn't ours, but we saw other people doing it. And we wanted to be able to condense that buying cycle into five days. So we wanted to be able to get someone into our world via a lead magnet, which essentially is a challenge. It's just a lead magnet. You're saying, hey, give me your email and come and join my challenge, just as you would an ebook or any other download. But instead of it just being this one-time thing that's just going to get lost in the inbox, we're going to run this live with you and we're going to coach you the entire way over five days. We're going to focus on one big problem that you've got, your broken bone problem, that bleeding neck problem. And we're going to solve that one thing and then we're going to make sure that we open up the possibilities of everything else that's going to come afterwards and then sell you into our program. So that's the whole idea of the challenge is it's just like 
bringing lead magnets into the 21st century and giving an incredible experience. That's what it's all about. It's like, can I give this person an experience that they can't forget and get them that first breakthrough that they then have to keep working with me because they haven't got a choice because I am the one who actually cared for them out of the hundreds of other people they download stuff from. I'm the one who actually cared. So that's the basic premise of a challenge. It runs over five, seven or 10 days. You can do them longer, but like anything in marketing, you have a bigger drop-off rate. So you want to try and keep them as short as you can to get them that epiphany moment, that first breakthrough in whatever niche that you're working in. Obviously, we work with fitness guys. And then, yeah, that's, that's sort of what we do. I love it. That's so interesting. I mean, basically what you're doing is giving people results in advance. Yes. You're, yeah, exactly. Frank like, Kern. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The lead magnet is a live experience of like how you guys work with clients and people. Um, I think this can be used, like you guys, obviously, we were talking about before the call with George and like you guys do a lot of traffic through Facebook ads. Um, and like, that's obviously really, really hot right now. But I know like the fact of the matter is like the lead flow can come from other places. So I feel like what you guys have can be done, can be used what, no matter you're getting your traffic from YouTube, from Facebook, from podcasting, from wherever the, the volume's going to change obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, George, I guess, so now it's, you've got the, the story about how this kind of trans transformed or the, the beginning story. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that before we get to ask them some deeper questions. George, why did you, why did you want me to come? Why were you so interested in talking to me at that event? Like some, <laughs> some story about challenges, isn't there? There we go. That's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, man. Yeah. So James, you were running this for, James was running this for his fitness business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, so I was there like generating leads for, for fitness professionals. And I was in that time. So I only worked with like fitness studios and I wanted to work with more online people. Um, I remember that's, that was my kind of motivation at the time. And James was there with his online business crushing it. And I was like, how the fuck's like, what's he doing? Cause we tried running a similar strategy for offline and online. Yeah. And it didn't work well because you couldn't invite someone into a console in person because if you invite them in person, they're there in front of you. Like, boom, exactly. The, the mind cycles shortened right there. Like you, you have that physical connection. Mm. Whereas online, you get someone booked in and they're on the phone. They can just hang up the phone, disappear. They're gone. Right? You can't True. chase them. You can't chase them out the door. Right? <laughs> um, you can chase them around the internet, but they can just <laughs> yeah. way easier. Yeah. And uh, so James was there running these challenges. I was like, dude, like how uh, how are you making this happen? And so uh, you, you showed me, you've shown me the framework and James was actually getting such great results with his fitness business. That's how you got Naked Nutrition to six figures, right? Eventually after selling people in coffee shops. But we'll save that for a whole other story. <laughs> but you know, like um, I'd, I'd say like in our business, we, there was a few things that kind of came together that, that helped this get born was was the idea of we need to get people results. We were like, exactly. we need to focus on actually helping someone up front. How do we get, we're like, how the fuck do we get more customers? How do we, how do we help more people? We yeah. need to help them out. We need to actually help them first. And exactly. the other thing we wanted to combine that with is event-based marketing. So we just talked about that, but like having a specific time frame on something is mm-hmm. the most, one of the most powerful things you can do in your marketing, hands yeah. down. I love it. That's, that's so true. I mean, like the fact that you have a time, there is a deadline, like this shit will end here and it will start here. And if, if you're not there, you're going to miss the boat and that's too bad for you. Um, and the cool thing about it is 
that's legit urgency and scarcity that you can build in. So when you have a later offer, like, and they see the offer and it's like, hey, we've only actually got 10 spots for this thing. You've already preconditioned someone's belief that, hey, you guys actually use legitimate scarcity and urgency. So they know that offer is only available for X amount of time. Whereas like a lot of people in today's world, they know like because of deadline funnels and things like this, that like that offer's yeah. 24-7, man. Like it's always, it's always, it's always expiring. Like it never ends. <laughs> yeah. But when you do these live, it's like you not only build that community element because you run these through Facebook groups. So you're seeing like real people mm. all starting at the same time, experiencing the exact same challenge at the exact same time. And that builds this community where everyone wants to move through together and they boom, boom, form relationships and things in there. But they know that that's a deadline. Like in five days time, this thing's gone. So you need to make a decision. Like this is option one. You keep doing what you've been doing and you keep running with this, this strategy I've given you that you know is not going to yeah. work forever. Yeah. Or you take option two and you come and join our program and we build out something that works for you. It's like, it becomes a no-brainer for a lot of people. Got it. And, and what do you see is for people, for your clients, for people who are running these challenges for their coaching business or for any, for let's just say out of the context, I mean, you guys work with, with fitness professionals specifically, but obviously it can be ran in other industries. Um, what do you see is kind of the, the traits or characteristics that the people who are fucking crush it and then the people who are like, ah, like they do it, but like the results aren't as good as, as they maybe expected or they wanted. Um, are there any key characteristics of their challenge or, or how they approach things that um, sticks out for you guys? Yep. The first one is engagement. Like engagement is everything. So if you cannot get someone to consume day one of your challenge, you may as well stop it there and then. Like it's everything. Mm. Like we have to go all in. Like we were looking at, because George is obsessed with spreadsheets as I was saying earlier. So we're tracking all the the numbers and all the metrics and we can see very clearly like consumption of the first day is everything. If you don't get them to consume day one, like Mm. they're not going to go and pick up day two, three and four. If you can get them to consume day one and day one is absolutely killer and it really hits their pain points and it tells you're legitimate and that you really care for these people, they're going to follow through. So you must put like, all of your ammo and like into that day one and get it so fucking good and make this incredible kickoff and everything else that goes with it and make it exciting. So one of the things that we do with our challenges, we actually go ahead and again, we run it in Facebook groups. Yeah. We'll add all the people as friends. We have like 200 people in a challenge, which I don't recommend doing like off the bat. It's a lot of people. You need to have a system to do that. But we get like a lot of people in the challenge and our team will go through and they'll take like embarrassing headshots of people's Facebooks. So we'll literally like, we'd scroll through your profile, we'd find the most embarrassing photo of you We'd screenshot it and then we'd put that in the group as a welcome post being like, hey guys, everyone welcome, whoever it is to the challenge, they do this, this is who they are. And then you see that because we tag whoever that person is in, in it and oh. they're like, oh shit, this person just been through my profile, found this really abstract picture. What the fuck is this? So now yeah. I'm giving it a second chance because I'm looking and I'm like, shit, like what the hell? Yeah, and then now you're out there. That a little bit. We drop a little bit of fun in there and mm-hmm. then that then gets and we say, cool, we've given you our best attempt at an introduction. How about you tell us actually who you are? And then wow. boom, engagement. Now we've got them in, in there and we can work from there. So that's one of the biggest tips. Um, the second thing I'll say, and George knows more about this, is iteration. Like, George, like, what happened with our funnel? Because this is it. We were at a point at a crossroads in our business and it was like, do we do a lead magnet like as an ebook? Do we go ahead and we do, we do a five-day challenge? Do we go and do a video series? Do we build a webinar? Do we do an event? Like, everyone faces these decisions, right? And I'm not saying challenge is better than anything else. The best mm-hmm. thing is the thing you spend the most time on and you keep iterating. So George, I'll let you talk about the point of iteration because mate, how, how much time have we spent on this one funnel? Insane. We, we've literally been running it just over a year. Right. Like, and like, it's the same fucking funnel, right? <laughs> when, when we were in other businesses, like we would not run the same funnel for this much 
this length time. of time. We yeah. just get bored. Like, oh no, we've got to, we've got to change. We've got to change the lead map. We've got to change that. We've got to change the videos. And um, yeah, we might have updated some of the content within it, but the exact same principles are there. We just yeah. iterated on top. And it, like James said, I love spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets, right? Why? Because we can track data and we can make like such better decisions. There's so many people that I speak to that are like, oh, I'm running this funnel and you know, I'm spending $500 in ads. I'm only making a couple of sales. And it's like, well, how much are them sales worth to you? If they're worth uh, $1,000 each, and you're quadrupling your money. Like, keep doing that. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Or, like, for example, some of our concerns was, oh, there's this huge drop-off. This is not working. We should run something else. We should run a different challenge. We should yeah. change the offer. We should put a lead magnet in it, like an ebook in at the front. Right. And uh, the truth was, was, like, it wasn't the problem. It wasn't the problem at all. It was problem of actually, like, increasing the engagement, like James said. Like, so it looks and we built more strategies around that. And it's simply about just adding one thing extra or taking one thing away every can time. You, can you explain that a little bit more? Like what are you so, adding or taking away? Yeah, exactly. So there's, um, there's, there's quite a lot of bits. Well, there is now to our challenge. The <laughs> challenge, right? You've got... You guys are pros. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say like the basics. You've got five right. videos. You've got five emails and you've got an opt-in page and an offer. Okay. Yeah. At the, bare, at the bare minimum. So you might be like, okay, so no one's getting to my offer. Okay. So you've got to improve either your emails or you've got to improve one of the videos at the start. Right. That's the change one thing, run it again, see what happens. But here's the thing. Most people will just change the offer. They'll change. Yeah. Oh, no one's even getting to the offer. So that's not even yeah, the problem. No we don't even know if that's the problem. Just change the whole funnel. They'll just be like, Fuck this, it doesn't work. No one's getting to my offer. Mm. So being strategic about like what video to change, where depending on where the drop-off is in the challenge. Um, okay. That makes more that makes sense. That makes sense. This is exactly why we got so meticulous with with number tracking. Like you should see our tracking spreadsheet right now. It's it's fucking crazy. <laughs> I got some right. questions for you coming up, so on that. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Done. <laughs> see <you> later, <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I've, I've trained up one of our teams to totally manage this now because it was taking up an insane amount of my time. But um, it was like, we, we, every time we ran a challenge, we tracked something extra. Uh -huh. like, oh, interesting. There's this, this thing here, like these numbers are going from 100 to 20 here. Like we need to fix that. We need to mm. see if we can fit. And then we just keep doing that. I'd be like, oh, right. So from video one to video two or email one to email two, we added another email in, in between. So there's AM and PM emails every day. Mm, okay. And then we tried adding in um, manual follow-ups, phone calls, all kinds of different stuff that we tried right. adding in. We also tried taking away things like we have a webinar at the end. We didn't have that initially. We added that in now. And uh, there's all kinds of stuff that you can test and tweak. Right now, the, the amount of steps that are in our funnel is like, you know, there's emails, there's retargeting ads for every step. Yeah. There's uh, yeah. just an insane amount of stuff. And the reason exactly. that we were able to get to that detail and drill down is because we actually tracked our numbers. Right. And it's taken time to get there, right? So I'm thinking like, so someone listening to this, One the year. beginner, right, a year, exactly. So 12 months of tracking, of testing, of running different iterations of it. Um, for the listener beginning this, let's just say maybe they're launching a podcast. Maybe they're just launching a, cha a challenge um, to get more leads for their training or coaching, whatever they're doing. Um, Kind of give me the bare bones of like what's 
what's the basics um, if you had to put it down on a paper on a napkin for them uh, how to set it up what would be kind of your your bare bones approach to getting started today got it so first thing I'm going to say is delayed gratification is like the superpower of an entrepreneur like, I just <laughs> want to get this super clear the person yeah. who can be like fuck that show anything over there I'm going to keep doing this thing over here is the mm-hmm. person who wins like mm-hmm. it's so so common because opp- opportunistics and opportunism and entrepreneurship go together. We see an opportunity and we're like, oh, sweet, I'm gonna go and do that thing. So we keep yeah. jumping ship. Like, I cannot stress this. And when George says we spent a fucking year doing this, this is like, we run a live challenge every two weeks for a year. Every two weeks we show up and run this fucking thing live. I do a webinar every two weeks live. Like it's not recorded, it's live. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've not stopped. We've not just been like, oh, we might have missed a couple of weeks because of events here and there, but we've not been like, yeah, we won't do this funnel anymore. Like right. we've just not stopped. Right. You just keep, keep on showing up and performing. And yeah. that's... So, same that's as the podcast. You'd say the same thing, right? Yeah. You'd say you the same thing. Show up every week. If it, you're doing a weekly show, show up every week. Like, exactly. no breaks. And that's what I think... That's just what I want to sort of put as like a, a caveat or like a prerequisite around this whole how do I build a funnel. It's like you've got yeah. to stick with the one thing. Exactly. So once you've decided, right, I'm good, I want to go have a challenge. I know this works. If I iterate, the basic premise is like George says, you need to get yourself some kind of opt-in. Now, the cool thing is, if you're brand spanking new and you're not like a ClickFunnels wizard and you don't want to give money to Russell Brunson, get it, then what you can do is you can actually just use Facebook. So you can literally put a post up on your Facebook and you'd be like, hey guys, I'm thinking about running this five-day challenge on whatever the pain point is, on salt, on dropping address size or whatever it is that your audience struggles with. Yeah. Okay. Would you be interested? Question mark. And you're going to have a ton of people just like, yes, 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 yes. Sweet. And then you can throw a post tomorrow and be like, you guys wanted it, I'm going to do it. Like everyone down below, comment again. And you're just driving this engagement, building this up. And you're adding all these people as friends. Mm-hmm. Once you've done that, you can go ahead and create a Facebook group. Like you don't even need any software. This is the basic, basic native funnel. Yeah. Create a Facebook group. So I get the Facebook group, get the URL, and I send it to all the people who wanted to opt in. So they will start joining the group, but I don't accept them in yet. And the reason I don't accept them in yet is because I want to kick it off on the certain date. So say I've spent a week doing promo, mm-hmm. and then it gets to the Friday at the end of the week. That's when I'm going to accept everyone in on the Friday so they all come in together. Otherwise, you get a stale group. So you've probably seen uh-huh. before, like Facebook groups go stale. If I just start accepting people in like on the day, they yeah. get access. Nothing's happening in the group. They're like, oh, fuck this thing. Like it's just blowing up my newsfeed. All these people join. What's the point? Like go away. So they block it. So what we're going to do is hold them off. Then we do the strategy we talked about with the photos. If you want to go the extra mile and boom, like suddenly they see all of these photos. Everyone's in the group. It's all kicking off. Like, oh my God, what is this thing about? Then what you're going to do is jump into the challenge. So a typical challenge, you're going to have like one primary protocol that you're going to focus on. So in the nutrition world, like personal trainers, we get them to create a cheat sheet, which just has like five things they're going to do every day for the next five days. So for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they're going to eat like half a plate, of pro- like a quarter of a plate of protein, half a plate of veggies, and a quarter of a plate of whatever they want. Like mm-hmm. that's it. And they're going to go up yeah. for three meals a day and have a glass of water. So simple. And the idea is... Like if you make something too complex from day one, people are never going to follow it. And we see people do this all the time. But again, this is with the fitness world. They'll try and like teach people macros and shit in day number one of the challenge. And it's like, these people are going to give you literally 20 seconds to make a decision. Not even that, like five seconds to make a decision if they're going to follow through this. You hit them with a load of numbers and like multiplications and division yeah. signs. They're going to be like, fuck this shit. Unless they're George and they're just like spat the loader over the computer. But everyone else would be like, no, like this isn't going down. Right. So... Super, super simple. We create a cheat sheet. So we've got them in the group. We've created my cheat sheet. I'm like, follow this every day. And then each of my five days, I'm just going to talk about one element of the cheat sheet. So day one, I'm going to talk about protein. So I'm going to chat about protein on a live video in the group. 
I'm going to link the cheat sheet below and be like, hey guys, make sure you follow the cheat sheet today. Obviously, we're talking about protein, but you still need to follow this thing. And yeah. then they're going to follow that thing. Yeah. So the cool thing is, you then need to get engagement. So the final thing, you sign off your video by saying, hey guys, I want you to take a picture of your favorite protein source, balancing on your head and post it into the group. And that's all they have to do for the day because all they're doing now is they're just engaging. It's a bit of fun. It doesn't need to be anything th- serious, but it's just causing them to, to build a relationship with you and the group. So they're going to keep showing up and you just repeat that every day. Day two, you had fruit and veg. Hey, like grab your favorite vegetable and like wave it in the air and, and make a quick video and post it in the group. Like whatever. And you just repeat that across the five days, hit them with an offer at the end, being like, cool, this has been awesome. If you guys want to hop on the call and we can discuss this, this, and this, let's go. I'm going to have 10 spaces available. There's 50 of you in the group. So not all of you are going to get it. First come, first serve. And that's it. And then you sell them. Simple, 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 simple. Um, question for you in terms of making it really simple, because obviously I think people, my, our interpretation of what simple is and then other people's interpretation of what simple is, is like, the subjectiveness where like the, the devil's in the details, right? So that's where people can, can lose this. Um, what is, do you have a test or any kind of way to determine like, okay, that's simple enough. Do you just use the engagement that you're getting? Um, any thoughts on how to make it simple and how to make sure you know that your test or your, your video is simple enough or your steps? Yeah. Same as like copywriting. Like you just give it mm-hmm. to someone who's completely abstract from the market and be like, yeah. do you want to buy this thing? Like, is this exciting for you? If that person's like, I have no idea what they're talking about in my copy right now, then like that shit copy, don't want to buy it. It's the same thing. Mm. So I always say like, if your grandma cannot follow this, it's too complex. Like if she can't figure out how to open the group and how to take a like picture and post it, it's too complex. If the cheat sheet's like asking too much and like yeah. she can't just go to the shop and buy a piece of protein because she doesn't know what protein is or whatever it is for your audience, too much. Like your grandma has to be able to follow this thing. So that's why I always say to our guys. The grandma test. Okay. <laughs> the grandma test. Um, in terms of, uh, I just had a question here. So I, I got a question for you on your podcast. Uh, I'll link it in the show notes. Everyone who's check, interested who wants to check Ooh. it out, definitely check it out. Uh, <laughs> um, first, second, first of all, you guys do a great job with your post-production as well. Some good shit, uh, good, good uh, post-production for your, your guests. I have to give you credit on that. And then also, um, do you mention it on your show where it's like, hey, every Tuesday or every third, second Monday of the month, we do a free challenge? Um, that way, it's kind of like a recurring thing for people. George, get that edited. <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually like, say like, every single show now. No, okay. On the occasion. Got it. I would, I, I would just suggest, maybe I'm thinking like just, I was curious. I'm thinking like if people listen to you enough on your podcast, right? And then they, they're like, Okay, like I like these guys. Listen to them for like twenty episodes. Let me go check out what their what their free challenge is like in the Facebook in this Facebook group. Um, I'm thinking because like I've had I've talked to clients before where they have like a free they do a live monthly webinar and then they just recurringly say it on the show so every single show. It's like hmm, hit them with it. And then over time they're starting to think like okay, I've heard this like twenty times. Um, <laughs> you know, like I've got to go check it out now. Like you listen to marketing school, they have the same exact call to action over, over, and over, and they drill it down. Um, I was want to see if you guys tested anything there, if there's anything you've done with that, because I'm curious on how that would work. We've not actually... Sorry? Go on, George. We've just, really. just, so, just soft-hinted at stuff. Like, our podcast is a weird platform. It's like... Yeah. We don't, we don't really use our podcast as a lead generation mechanism. We use it as a relationship builder to ultimately... Yeah. If we're completely honest, it's to build relationships with other influencers in the space. That's what we really built the podcast for. It was like, if we can get around people who are much further on than us, who have our audience, right. that's going to be epic. 
Yeah. Like, and that's literally what we were doing with our show. And that's why when people come on our show, it's like, hey, man, pitch whatever you've got. We like have comp- like competitors of us come on the show and we're like, yeah, hey, man, like, pitch your stuff. <laughs> like, crack on, pitch. Because right. um, we know it will come back around. But, but George, we talked about this before, like actually putting in like recordings and things like that to advertise. But we just, and we then, honestly haven't done it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. I'm just curious. I'm just curious because um, I think that, that would work really well. Um, soon people start to get a relationship with you. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I bring competitors on my own, my t- mine too. I'm always wondering, like, I got a buddy who's, uh, who's here with me in this workspace. He has the same exact business model as I do. And we just, we kind of go back and forth to help each other. But, um, but no, that's, that's, that's just interesting there. I was wondering if, how that would, would work if you tried it. Um, getting back into the, kind of the, the challenges, what are you guys tracking? I, I mentioned this, I hinted this before, but curiously, what, what the hell is on that tracking, on that spreadsheet? Like, what are the key Do not ask this question. Do not <laughs> Wait, ask this question. Here all day. <laughs> I'm all, I'll break, break it down. I'll break it down. Three, like, if you can give me the three KPIs that like, you know, like, you, you, like, when you open up that spreadsheet, what are the three things you're looking for uh, initially? Yeah. yeah, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> so we have to first, before I can tell you, you have to track a lot of different things before you can figure out these, these three things. Okay. We have to track a lot of steps like what actions people are taking, where they're coming from, what traffic source, et cetera, et cetera. Right. The main thing that we, we do track as an end result is yeah. how much it costs us to get someone on a webinar at the end, how much it costs us to get a call, and how much it costs us to make a sale. Mm. Per so traffic increased. source. So we have Facebook ads, we have Messenger bots, we have um, organic traffic, and we use LinkedIn. Track every single customer, uh, every single person in the challenge. We have a system and an assistant that mm. does this both automatically and some of it's manual. And we can see, we literally look at every step that someone can possibly take. Initially, it was just like join the group, day one, two, three, four, five webinar or book a call. Right? That's all it was initially. Mm-hmm. But now there's, there's quite a few more steps than that. They've got like a, a, little, a little product at the start that people can buy and how many people buy that. Um, so there's a lot of things, but we get to ultimately see the return on investment. Like if there was one thing, it's return on investment. That's what I look at the most. ROI, biggest thing right there. Um, and for someone starting out, obviously they're not as complex as you guys are not as far along. What would you recommend they track? Just that KPI? Just like, hey, like how much it costs you to require uh, a customer and get them into the funnel or get them into the challenge if they're running ads. Um, would that be one of the key things there? Or would you kind of want to use like the KPI to just like get them on the call, like instead of the front end piece, if that makes sense? I would, I'll do I would three. break it down a little bit. I'd break it down a little bit. Okay. I'd be like, how many people opted in? How many people joined the group? How many people booked a call? And then, you know, from there, you should be tracking your sales metrics. Tracking your, yeah, tracking your, your closing, closing percentage. Got it. Got it. I would, do, I would do day one consumption as well. I'd look at the drop-off from group join and who actually consumed the first task. Mm. Because if that's a huge disparity there, like you need to go and fix that first task. Like it's not good enough. Like Got that's it. it. Like the rest of the middle of the... It, it, like I said, it pretty much takes care of itself if you can get them past day one. Like, like when you get into day three, it's like, game on like they're 100% showing up to the to the call or whatever it is as you have an offer but really to begin with just day one like as I said just load everything into that and you mentioned going all in before kind of you know you guys mentioned you do the 
you go to go to their profile, you get some info about them, introduce them for them, which I think is a really cool done for you service um, for them because it breaks that ice for them. Uh, what else? How else are you going all in in terms of getting that engagement? Because I think that's so so damn important. Important even for a podcaster. Like, how do we get these people listening to this call right now to take action? Get in the group. Like I tell people to go to my Facebook group. That's where we can connect on a deeper level, and then it can help you from there. Um, what else are you doing in terms of that first day and really going all in? Omnipresence depends what your budget is. Like, yeah. but there's just George. You can go into this with the ad stuff, but there's just crazy videos of me like talking to random people on the streets of Dubai. <laughs> like, just like, are they related? Is the content related, or just like we're just kind of build brand? So ridiculous! Like, like it's attention. it's just the most ridiculous. If someone joins our challenge, which again, you can go to <laughs> remotefitpro.com forward slash 5DC. Just do it to see these ads. They're, they're just they're just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so... Give me an example one. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm really curious now. <laughs> 100%. There's a lot of different, there's a lot of different bits, but certainly, certainly retargeting ads, right? Someone opts in. If yeah. you've got an event, there's like, got a start date, we remind people about that event. Like, Got it. So we remind them to join the group, but we don't stop reminding them until it happens. And, and the way that we do that is the best way to utilize and leverage retargeting ads is humor. Hmm. Right. So what we did is we got, we're in Dubai. We're like, James, we need to make these videos. We need, we, I was like, we need these retargeting ads. Like we're trying to improve some stuff in the funnel. Yeah. And uh, he's like, what we're going to do is going to find a group of people and I'm going to go up to them. And I'm going to ask them to, if I can join the group. And then I'm going to ask them to ignore me. So we went up to these guys. We're like, hey, do you just, can you, can I just do a video next to you guys? You don't have to do anything. I just need you to completely ignore me. <laughs> and so I was at a video in this and James just comes up. And he's like, hey guys, can I join the group? Can I join the group, guys? <laughs> these guys just sat there smoking, like completely ignoring him. And um, oh, mate, it was fucking hilarious. But then it like cuts into like a little video. And James is like, make sure you join the group, blah, 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 blah. And uh, it's like a pattern interrupt. And it starts with a bit of humor. Uh, do you have a link for one of those? What I'll do is I'll link it in the show notes. Um, yeah. I'll link a Facebook tar- retargeting ad in the show notes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> for those listening on Apple iTunes right now, on your phone, just swipe up and uh, you can get the show notes and you can see this funny ass video. Um, so <laughs> we'll figure out a way we'll figure out a way to get it in there. Uh, I think that's, that's freaking amazing. Um, yeah. really want to, uh, definitely focus on making like action steps for people listening to this. They want to run a challenge, whether it's for their business, for their podcast, for whatever the hell they're doing. Um, it is shortening the buying cycle. Uh, so I want to make some actual steps. So for people listening to this, um, you guys, the experts, like, um, what would someone need to do within the next 24 hours to kind of get this thing cranking? I know we went to the, the beginner step, but I guess if there's any mistakes, things don't do this, don't try that. Uh, anything else we can kind of Give some action steps here. Go research your market, research your market, research your market. Research your market. Okay. I thought you said reset your market. I was like, wait, what? Research. <laughs> research. Sorry, man. These guys across the pond, they, they don't speak properly. <laughs> <laughs> it's English. It's our language. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but my mom's from England. So she's from, oh, really? from Wiltshire. From Wiltshire, England. Yeah. Wiltshire. Yeah. In the countryside. Wow. Bath. Yeah, it is. I, yeah. So I'm actually, I got, I got the English blood. Don't, don't, don't worry. <laughs> so I'm used to it. My uncles, half my family's from there. Um, but yeah. <laughs> but seriously, like researching your market, I cannot like, I'm, I'm wow. so big on it. When you actually understand, cause we keep hearing it right. As marketers, yeah. like 
Do you know what your audience actually wants? But no one really, that's a lie. Very few people go to the extent what they need to, to solve the problems. Because once you have a message that is so spot on, that person cannot ignore you. Like they cannot mm. ignore you and they have to work with you. So just mm. going to the market, interviewing people in real life and finding out the specific pain they've got and build your challenge around that one specific pain. Like that biggest thing they've got, that's the thing that you want to get them moving towards in the challenge. If you keep focusing and bring it back to that one pain point, they're going to want to continue working with you. Got it. And how do you do that? That's the next question for me. Like what questions are you asking in those interviews? Because you're good at sales, James. You're asking specific targeted questions to bring out emotions, bring out the answers you want so you can help that person to the next step. Um, so kind of where, what questions are you asking and then where are you going? Are you just interviewing people live or are you going on Facebook or Google search? Um, kind of walk you through the research process a bit. Yeah, sure. So we have a full, uh, like people who join our program, they go through a full process of this, obviously. And part of that process is like, you want to be able to get people ideally like on the phone with you. That's what you want. Like we can sit and we can look at book reviews on Amazon and be like, oh, this person uses this word this many times. Like, okay, cool. That's great. But what are actual human beings saying? So we want to get on the phone with them. You can use some kind of ethical bribe. You can give them something free. You can put them into your free challenge. If they come on the phone call, like you can use something to get them on the phone. All right. Once you get these guys on the phone, it's a process of just finding out like where they are right now, where they want to get to and what's stopping them. So it's really simple. It's those three things, right? Where you are right now, where do you want to get to? And what is it that's stopping you from getting there right now? And they're going to start talking. Now, here's the key. You let them talk, but then you want to make sure that you ask the most powerful question ever, which is why. And you just say, why is that? How long has that been going on for? How does that make you feel? How's that affecting other areas of your life? Yeah. And you're going to get to the root cause because those questions are peeling back the onion and you're going to get to the core eventually. You got to remember when someone's speaking to you, especially if they don't really know you, they're going to like, they've got a front on, right? They yeah. don't really want to speak to you. Like they're not going to open up. Yeah. So it's the key with like all sales and which is ultimately marketing. It's the same thing. Like it's just communication. You're just trying to find the core thing that they've been masking for so long, especially in the health and fitness world. Like they've masked that and that's why they're overweight potentially. So you've got to be able to pull back all those layers and get the core thing out of them. And that's the core thing that you can then go and build your challenge on. So just be willing to go further than anyone else. Ask why, ask how come, how long for those real probing questions. As if you're a detective, make yeah. sure you don't lead them. This is huge with avatar research because we have a preconceived belief being like, yeah, I want to help guys put 10 to 20 pounds of muscle on. That's my preconceived belief. Now all guys want that. Is that true? Or are you just having a leading question that's taking them to that answer? So you can't like lead people in, in these research uh, scenarios. You just need to be like a doctor and just asking questions are completely detached from emotional, the outcome, and you'll get to what you need. And you just, yeah, you're, you're, you're prescribing at that point as a doctor and you're not, uh, leading and pushing people. You're not product pushing You're you're problem solving, right? So yeah. you're looking for finding problems and looking for problems to solve and then recommending what's the best solution for them. Um, very, very, very interesting for those. So you guys obviously have an application process, right? In a sense. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the key questions in that application process that kind of help you guys figure out if the person's a fit or not, um, if they're ready to go to the next step? One of my favorite questions is, if you had to go and get 25 new clients, what would you do? Oh, nice. <laughs> that's one of my favorite questions. And then you get people in there saying, I don't know, that's why I'm applying. Or like, they'll just be like, post on Facebook, or they'll be like, run an ad, didn't work last time, sad face. And they're like, mm -hmm. They're literally telling you like exactly what they need because obviously we work in lead gen. So you just need to find out what that thing is. Like, hey, because our promise is like, hey, we're going to get you 10, 20 or 30 high paying clients in the next 90 days. So if I say to someone, how are you going to get these clients right now? They're telling me the exact pain that they've got. 
So I can then just spin that around on the call with them and be like, so you're telling me right now that you want to just go ahead and post more on Facebook? How's that been working out for you? So that's one of my favorite questions. George, I don't know if you've got any. Yeah, what keeps you up at night? Mm. What keeps you up at night? What keeps you up at night? What's the, what's the real thing that's on your mind? You know, like what's, what's really concerning you? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a really, really good one. I like both of those. They, they, they cut straight to the problem, right? So if, like, if you're a podcaster out there, it's like, um, you know, how are you going to get to 100,000 downloads? What would that do to your business? If you had that many people listening to your show, how many do you think you could get on a phone call to work with you? Or, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever you're trying to do. Uh, question for you guys, how'd you get your first 10 customers? I was going to say 100, but I was like, you guys got hundreds of customers, but let's just focus on the first 10. How'd you get your first 10 customers into that challenge? Into the challenge or like paying customers? Which one? Um, good question. Let's get. Let's just take a step back and do just how to get your first ten people in your, into that challenge. Awesome. From your first, your first ever challenge you guys ran together. Um, what was that like? So we did organic Facebook at the time. So whatever platform you're on right now, you literally put the question out there, being like, "Hey." And this is the cool thing about this: you want to ask what the the audience's problem is. People love responding to like problems. So if you go out on any of your social media channels and just put the question, like, what is the toughest thing about being a personal trainer? That's what I did. What's the toughest thing about losing 10 pounds or whatever it is that you do? You're going to get all these answers. Once you get all those answers, that's the first step. The second thing that you want to do is ask the question with that in it, saying like, hey, I'm thinking about building a training on losing your first 10 pounds. Like, would you be interested? And that's it. I'm thinking about running the challenge and you'll get a load of people that way. Um, and then it's just old school prospecting. Like people are too afraid to message people today. It's like, man, <laughs> these, these people want your help. Like they're sitting in silence and suffering, yeah. like fucking step up and reach out to them. And like, people are so afraid. I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be cold. It's not cold outreach. They're already following you. Like it's not cold outreach. So yeah, I'm a little bit like Grant Cardone with this. I'm just like, they fucking want your help. Go and speak to them. Like stop being so egotistical and worrying about getting butt hurt. Like when they say no to you, like go and help people. Yeah. So yeah, we were just very aggressive in reaching out to people. I love it. I love it. Cause I dude, like every time I've had people say on a phone call, like, Oh yeah, I was trying to start a podcast like last month or last year and we never got around to it. And I'm like, well, like I should have asked you last month. That was my fault. I apologize for that. I should have pitched you earlier. <laughs> we should have had this conversation months ago. Um, so where do we go from here? Uh, but, but dude, that's such a, such a powerful, powerful thing. Uh, so I know we're wrapping up on time here. James, and you gotta, you gotta go. It's late over there. Uh, you're in Spain, right? George is in Malaysia. I'm in Spain. You're in the States. I'm in the States. So it's like morning time over here. You guys probably going to go to bed. Um, so I want to be respectful of your time, but so let's just peel this back. If someone wants help with their challenge and they want to run this, whether it be it for a podcast or whatever the heck they're doing, um, how do they get in contact with you? What's the best ways to go? and to find those really funny retargeting ads. <laughs> <laughs> well, to see how we run our own challenge, it's a great thing. We encourage people to do that, whether you buy or not. Like, that's cool. We really don't mind. Is remotefitpro.com forward slash 5DC. So the number five, Delta Charlie, and that will take you to the challenge. You can sign up to the next one. And then if you just want to hit us up directly, hit me up on Facebook or my Instagram. It's James Moody Official. Like, just search that, you'll find me. Uh, and just send me a send me a message if you want to be like screw that I don't want to go through that I just want your help like cool we'll happily chat to you and we can we can hop on a call if it's a good fit but what I do want to say dude like this is so important is that we haven't talked about this but George what do we commonly say is the best asset in our business the podcast really oh, and I didn't pay him to say that 
<laughs> Genuinely, like that, that, that thing was a catalyst because it allowed us to form the connections with the people who allowed us to scale our challenge, who allowed us to bring more people into our challenge without having to pay ads because we form connections with these other influencers through the podcast. Yeah. They'd help promote our challenge and it would grow that way. So like if the challenge is like the conversion mechanism, the podcast, yes, we use Facebook ads, but the podcast was a great traffic source indirectly to form these relationships with people. So mm. like, honestly, like I strongly recommend anyone to go and start a podcast just for the fact of like forming connections and like honing your message. It's just the best tool in today's like toolkit for a digital marketer. It's, it, it goes, it goes go kind of deep, right? It, like... If I really think about why we run the challenge still and why I've been sticking at it so hardcore is because we had absolute confidence in it. And the reason we got confidence in it is because we were doing the podcast and we were doing it every week and we met some really great people. And then we ended up spending time with them people and get in front of their audience. And because they, they gave us people, when someone gives you their audience or refers people to you, that is the most qualified lead that you can generate better than Facebook ads. And then from that, we made, we like, our challenge just like, boom, exploded. And we made so many sales and we're like, holy shit, this, this works. And at that point, we're like, cool. Like, this is it. Like, we had so much confidence in it at that point. Yeah. We didn't give up on it. Even, even when we had a shit challenge, for example, when maybe we made one sale from it, we still stuck at it yeah. every single time. Persistent. And that came from the podcast right there. That's interesting. That super, super we'll interesting. stop it for that reason. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's relationship building. Like literally, like, I, I love the fact that I can bring people on my podcast to build that relationship and get to know them without a kind of weird, creepy call or like a Zoom call. It's like, what are we here for again? <laughs> right? Um, so no, I, I think that's really important. That's why I, partially why I do it. Um, I just love it as well. Uh, but very, very cool. Guys, all the show notes, the links will have your information there. Um, I also want to say for those who are, these guys really impressed me. You guys really impressed me because um, the way you do your, the way you help your guests help promote them after the show. I think there's a lot of tips in there that I learned myself and I was like, shit, like, why are we doing this? Um, so I had to give a lot of credit with credit's due. Like you guys do a really good job of helping your guests make it easy for them to share you guys with their audience. And I think that's partially, uh, why you're so successful with the podcast. Um, some people will say like, Oh, I tried it, but my guests never shares, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you guys put the work in the time in. Um, and I also, even, I, even the other day, like the way you introed me and, and prepped me for the call for your show was really good. It was professional, it was systematized. And I was like, man, like, um, I was going to ask you, um, <laughs> I wanted to use that email as a template, um, and share it with my clients. I'm like, Hey, like these guys do a really good job. Um, go check them out. To me, man. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. Awesome. I was, I wanted to make sure I asked, cause I was like, dude, like this is a perfect example of how you set up a guest to get ready for the show. So um, I will do that. It'll be in the show notes, also links to your challenge and the website as well. Um, but I really appreciate this, guys. Thank you so much. Pleasure, Pleasure. man. Really enjoyed it. Good. Thanks for having me on, Luke. Awesome. Well, for those listening, thank you much. Links, show notes, details will be at lewisryan.com. Um, and then also in the Facebook group, Podcast Domination VIP Inner Circle. Uh, and these guys will be added in there too if they're not already. They should be. So just find them in the chat in the in the group so <laughs> and i'll catch you guys later thank you and i'll see you next week hey what's up lewis again and i get asked this question a lot so i wanted to answer it here for you in a unique manner and that question is lewis what exactly do you do how do you help podcasters what exactly do 
you and what does podcast domination really help with? Well, instead of me sitting here and telling you all the amazing stuff about us, I thought it'd be fun and interesting for you guys to hear what our clients are saying. So here you go. Please enjoy. Lewis literally makes my life so much easier. All I have to do is record my content. I don't have to worry about editing it. I don't have to worry about writing show notes. I don't have to create any of my graphics to promote it. He literally does everything for me. We hired Lewis to kind of help us set up podcasts um, for us to put our content out and kind of grow our brand. And all I really have to say, it's been a huge success. It's been really easy. Lewis and his whole team have made the whole process easy. Setting it up originally, which with podcasts is kind of intimidating and there's a lot of things that if you're not really, if you don't know a lot about the platform, that it's very time consuming. So Lewis made all of that easy. In the beginning, I'm not going to lie, I was completely overwhelmed, confused, stressed out because I went on YouTube trying to figure out how to set up a successful podcast. And actually going on YouTube, I was just bombarded by so much information that I just wanted to give up on the idea. And then I met a good friend of ours that introduced me to Lewis and we hit it off. And he just said to me, it's really, really simple. I will take care of everything for you. I think what Lewis has done for me has made it seem so painless. He has took my idea and saved me money, he saved me time and energy. And more importantly, he's made my Persistence Factor podcast sound professional. Well, I hope you enjoyed those sound bites as much as I enjoyed putting them together. (laughs) If you have any questions about how we can help you grow, launch, or further your podcasting efforts, feel free to reach out to me at lewis at podcast domination, or you can reach out to my team and ask them some questions. Hello at podcastdomination.co. Both are .co. Just make sure that's, uh, keep that in mind. Anyways, I'll see you on the next episode. And until next time, keep dominating.